This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! Previously on Talk Time Live Exclusive. You guys, I mean, since we last talked, there's a ton, like I said, there's a ton of games that have come out literally on a Switch alone. That's true, yeah. How has that outcome and i know you've been checking out some games yourself uh, along mm-hmm. the way but how has some of the games that have come out affected the way you guys thought about you know developing cat quest or even the other projects that you may have in mind mm, so uh this this might not be a really good thing for us but we we don't really try to let a lot of what's happening outside affect how we make our games right mm-hmm. which which might be a which might be a bad thing because we we kind of feel like uh we, we have a certain idea of what we want to do with our games. Yeah. And we already have a certain roadmap that we want to follow. Right. So if we, yeah, if we let too much of what's happening outside of like the, the certain trends and stuff affect how we make our games, uh, we, we feel that might like um, like take away from the original vision of what we, we wanted to do. And making so, it as organic so, and original as possible, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so like a lot of the decisions we made uh, for Cat Quest 2, right, was, mm-hmm. was, was born out of... Uh, feedback that we got from our fans yeah and and not really so much about what's the latest hottest thing out there right, right? so like like what like one of the the biggest uh comment and feedback that we got was people wanted cooperative play right so that's that's like because parents will buy this for their kids and they will like want to play the game with their kids as well right so 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 this was something we definitely want to do but it was not based because there were like lots of local co-op games out there now or the lack thereof but more more from what our fans wanted to see from the next game. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. gentlemen welcome back this is acmg presents talk time live extra select start i am your host xavier josiah folks i hope you're having a great week if you are a wrestling fan you are possibly having a tremendous week because you're being engulfed overwhelmed and in a case of i'm going to get you sucker over gold with a lot of professional wrestling we are expecting some great things this is the most important week for wrestling fans in years historically uh Monday, we were supposed to have a revamp, all-new package version of Raw, which really wasn't the case. It was just, you know, new wrapping, new graphics, same crap that we normally do. Impact Wrestling premiered last night, you know, showing uh, some of the behind uh, past scenes of what we should expect from that, which is, you know, kind of the same thing, but still better than what I've seen in Raw tonight. This is Wednesday that it is recording, so if you listen to this a day after, you already know what was going on. 
if you're a wrestling fan. But if not, this is the night. All Elite Wrestling premieres tonight. Head by head. Or head to head. With actually NXT. Ugh. The Wednesday Night Wars begin, people. And I can't be more happy about that. And then it just gets better. By Friday, we're going to get the new SmackDown. So hopefully that is better than, you know, than what we saw Raw because Fox is running that. But I'm so ecstatic. I'm so excited about tonight that I am rocking every single wrestling game that I own right now. Right now on my TV, on my monitor in my office, I am playing or not even playing. I'm just I just have it on right now. Ring of Destruction. Yes, Slam Masters 2 is on my screen right now in honor of this day. Uh, really fun game to play. What a Capcom classic. A Capcom cult classic. Not to mention one that has never been in the States. I do not. I, if it was, it was on a, a rare few arcades back in the day. But this is a classic. Uh, one of the games I highly recommend if you're a wrestling fan and a gamer to go out of your way to find and play. Another one I want to say, hybrid wrestling. Like, what is it? Pancrase hybrid wrestling. Now, I don't know if you understand what high, you know, Pancrase is, but Pancrase is one of the original mixed martial arts promotions. Now, granted, it was sort of a predetermined deal, but it's also had real, actually, what is called shoot fights in there as well. You have Ken Shamrock, you have Boss Rutten, Minoru Suzuki, who was like one of the founders of that, Who you, Minoru Suzuki, who you see now in New Japan Pro Wrestling, he's one of the founding members, he was one of the founding members of this guy, um, you know, a lot of UFC legends and, you know, professional wrestling legends as well, have graced that promotion, and it's just it's absolutely awesome, uh, so they made a video game for that, that's how popular it was, and it's one of the most eccentric and unique fight um you know wrestling games out there you know has a creative suite it has somewhat of a you know life simulation type of thing along with the fact that you're going to be fighting as well and it has commentary in there it's really cool highly recommend that to anybody who's ever played any fire pro games is another one highly recommend but yeah go out of your way to play um russell war from sega you know stuff like that go out of your way to play a really cool wrestling game today because it's this is the day, this is the week to do it, you know, absolutely the week to do it, so, uh, I gotta love it, shout out to all you guys out there, also, I wanna give a special thanks, if you heard the, uh, previous clip, you, uh, got a chance to talk to Desmond Wong, all the way from Singapore, and, uh, you know, representing the Gentle Brothers games out there, you know, the three-person game development team created, who created actually uh, Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2 is out now on Steam. It's coming out for all of the other platforms uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, iOS, and Switch. We'll be getting this game. I highly recommend you jump on it, especially if you are a fan of action RPGs, really innovative action RPGs as well. And of course, cat and dog lovers you know if you're pet lovers gotta love them we talked about a lot of things we talked about the behind the scenes of what they went on with that game as well as other things and just gotta touch the one thing i will take away from desmond and i love when i talk to desmond is we're like beyond miles away from each other i'm in philadelphia he's in singapore how is it that he has absolutely and i spoke to other people in other countries or or even closer states and cities how in the hell is it that I talked to a guy from all the way from Singapore 
with the most outstanding audio I have ever heard, probably more than anybody. And I talked to voice actors here too, and I had some great voice actor audio in here because they look out, they make sure that their audio is absolutely phenomenal and tight, no matter where they're at. And his audio, both times, this is the second time he's been on my show, both times were phenomenal. Had no trouble, it was flawless. Do they have a, how strong is their Wi-Fi connection over there? It was absolutely awesome, but I had a great time talking with him. Again, I'm looking forward to Cat Quest 2 coming October 24th, so we got a, we got a, just a couple weeks away. And uh, it's just awesome to be able to talk to people like him and just learn about their journeys and everything. He's a, you know, he's a former game developer of, uh, you know, I believe Tech McCoy, because I believe he said he worked on Dynasty Warrior as well and other games, you know, before they end up just venturing on their own. And like myself, like we just got tired of, you know, not being able to express ourselves or get opportunities to, to do what we want to do. Him and two other uh, folks branched out on their own, created Cat Quest, became an award-winning game, and an award-nominated game as well. And you know, got really got on the radar with a lot of people. Just saw an uh, interview with him on IGN. You know, it just got it. He's been around. They've been touring around, around um, you know America, coming to the states to promote this game. They are, they have done a a really well job. And this is a reason why I always tell people, if you really want to listen and learn from the people that you want to become, listen to TalkTimeLive.com exclusives. You know, go to the exclusives page. I have a ton of people in the industry that can show, that can really, that you need to listen to and learn how they got together. Like, it may not be everything that you need to learn, but it's, it's always a good start to listen to these people, actors, game developers, comic book artists, comic book writers, you name it, producers, people who work for Marvel, you know, people who've been in Hollywood, you name it. They tell their story in their own way. In some way, you have to have learned something from that. And if you don't, you're not meant for this business or you're not, you're really just not serious about doing it. That's just the way I see it. And um, again, it's just great to learn from these guys and be inspired by people like Desmond and, you know, Jamar Nicholas. And, you know, just, you know, going back to the, you know, all the actors that I've uh, I've had on the show. It's just just an amazing thing. So, you know, shout out to him. I'm looking forward to playing that game and much more coming from them as well. Very interesting uh, conversation we had about the plans for the Cat Quest universe. So definitely go out of your way to check it out and thank them again for coming on to the show. This episode of Select Start, we got some news to get into. We also have a final stage review. Uh, I was going to do two. I was going to do two, but um, the one that I wanted to do, which was um, Gun Vault Chronicles, you know, uh, Luminous Avenger, I believe C is what Matt Papa told me uh, in our last interview. Um, I... It, I couldn't get it. I couldn't dive into that as much as I wanted to because I was playing this. I was playing another game that I want to talk about, you know, uh, expansion that I'm going to talk about in this episode. And I needed more time for that. So I'm going to stretch it over to next week. Plus, a lot of other games are coming out next week as well. Ghostbusters, as I believe, is coming out soon. There's a ton of games. This is the fall season. There's a ton of games coming out this month alone. Um, Overwatch is coming out this month. Uh, it's just going to be insane. You know, Overwatch for the Switch. I might want to point that out. So, there's just a lot going on. 
try to get as many reviews as possible, you know, try to get it all in as much as possible. You know, it's hard trying to produce podcasts and trying to design and trying to play these games at the same time. It gets a little overwhelming sometimes, but it's all in great fun. So I will talk about Fight and Rage, which is another really, really great like brawler. This is like an arcade brawler. This is a classic arcade style brawler that I think a lot of fans of that genre need to play. So we're going to talk about that in our final stage review. You know, is it all that it is cracked to be? We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk about that when we get there. But let's get into some news because there's a lot of great news talking here, including the huge surprise announcement on in the land of uh, Sony and PlayStation. Sony Interactive Entertainment announced that Sean Layden steps down as chairman. Sean Layden has been in the game for years. Let's talk since 1987, where he started out as part of Sony's corporate communications department. And he then became the president of uh, Sony Computer Entertainment, as you know, as SCE, in Japan in October 2007. Uh, he went. He then and, uh, went on to become the founder of Sony Network Entertainment International in 2010, where he was placed as vice president. In 2014, he became the chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment uh, Worldwide Studios, which at the time premiere PlayStation, uh, many of PlayStation's uh, critically acclaimed first-party titles such as God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, and many, many more. Um, You know, you saw Sean Layden in E3 all the time, and you always anticipated his appearance because at the time, dating back uh, a few years ago, before the recent last two years, the Sony conference was one of the most anticipated conference. Sony at E3 was like Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con. When you know they're going to have a conference there where you know they're doing a Hall H or whatever like that, you know these two companies are going to bring it and they're going to have the most exciting, most exhilarating, emotional announcements ever. And I think their best announcement was probably like dating two years back when they announced Shinmu 3, when they announced Final Fantasy 7, which I think people nearly cried for real, when the announcement of that game and the visual of that game came out. And now we're like just months away from that game premiering, uh, which is awesome. Absolutely. I am so looking for I truly believe that game is going to be a game of the year, but I digress. When it comes to um, Sean Layden, he just became a household name, and not only for Sony, not only for PlayStation, just the world of gaming as well. So the announcement of hearing him stepping down is just really shocking and playstation did put out a tweet uh on the 30th saying it is uh with great emotion that we announced that the worldwide studios chairman sean layton will be departing from sony interactive entertainment his visionary leadership will be greatly missed we wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for the years of service thank you for everything sean Enough said. I don't know what really led to this. There's no information as to what what, uh, really led to this. There's a lot of stupid rumors going around as to where he might be going or whatever like that. There's There's nothing concrete, so don't listen to it until there is an official announcement because there is a lot of stupid rumors going around. There is a lot of stupid websites, media websites, really hack media websites. And let me tell you, let me tell you this. I need people... 
to really use their brain on social media, on the internet. Because I'm seeing a lot of people that are constantly getting baited by these stupid websites. And, and of course, because I have the ACMG Facebook page and uh, I mean, Facebook group web uh, page. And of course, there's always the issue of of Facebook, you know, allowing false information of whether it's politics or whatever going out. And then we get these stupid clickbait articles about whether it's Marvel, whether it's, you know, video games or something like that coming out. I have members of the group posting this stuff and I approve everything. So I, now, I'm now starting to use a little bit more critical thinking. I actually read the articles, which a lot of people don't really do. And I've mentioned this before. I need people to really, really stop being lazy when looking at things. Don't just look at the headlines, read the articles. Don't skim through the articles. Actually read, actually freaking read and look at these articles. Like there's what, there was one in particular that kept get coming onto the Facebook group and I'm, I'm letting it go. But at the same time, I'm reading this. I'm like, this is, this is a bogus, just the writing alone, which is so mediocre. And, and, and it was just a low level of, of writing for somebody that's supposed to be in the media. Like even from a term paper aspect, a college term paper aspect that just felt like a C level or D level you know, great, you know, for somebody, the way it was worded, the context that it was sound, you know, it just, and the things that they were saying, there was no merit of proof of concrete proof or as to where they got their information. They just kept saying, I got a source that said, and it was the way that it said, just like threw me off. And of course there were some trigger red flag things in this particular website that just, it just wasn't doing so i just decided i'm like i'm i'm no longer allowing any more fake articles or news going through acmg i'm tired of it i'm tired of it if it's real news and then even even further nobody ever fact checks if you read one article about something if it's an editorial article that's one thing if it's you know talking about someone's opinion on something that's one thing but if it's actually trying to show real fact about a game or a movie or a comic or whatever whatever form of fandom that we cover it needs to be fact checked so if it's not if it's one thing if it's not trending on social media like especially twitter if that information is not um trending on twitter and it's like a really big situation like article like say the defenders are coming back you think that something like the defenders which was on netflix you and it was canceled you would think that that something like that would actually be on huge on social media on ign on GameSpot, on entertainment weekly or you know nobody's covering that it's only on this one site that is not on the radar of anybody so how are we gonna really believe this you know not variety you know that that's a you know really you know commendable site no no absolutely freaking no if you don't hear from the people themselves if it's not an interview you can't claim it or proclaim it as fact and that's all i'm saying about that that's pretty much all i'm saying about that so in this case you know it 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 just boggles me that people do that but i'm sorry for the rant off it's just it that's i had to get that out i had to say it it needs to be said people when you look at articles please if it's not coming from the source and the source does not have the source it's not real source just plain and simple moving on marvel avengers 
I'm sticking to this like glue now. I'm all for this game. This game is now proven is worth. It is showing some really impressive things. Uh, graphically, visually, cosmetically, it looks e eons better than it was before. Uh, they are constantly posting. I'm keeping an eye on it, but they recently posted uh, visuals that of Thor. And um, it, it, they just continue to prove people uh, wrong. Um, the visuals for the game is just making fans less doubtful as we approach the premiere. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics released a very detailed 3D model display of Thor, showing his beautiful outfit, or should I just say armor, uh, Asgardian armor, um, based on Marvel's design with a bit of a Norse God historical influence in there. So there's like, if, if you remember like uh, Black Panther's suit from the movie, they had a lot of great African patterns in there. They kind of did the same thing with Thor's, you know, uh, outfit and or or armor or whatever, and has a lot of Norse god, you know, scriptions in there. Really cool, absolutely really cool. His hammer, uh, Mjolnir. I, you know, God, it took us years to find out how to pronounce that name. Thank goodness for the movies, because I think nobody except anybody who's ever probably read Norse god tales or whatever like that probably knew exactly how to pronounce that. That, but I was I'm no I absolutely was not the only one who did not know how to pronounce that until the movie came out and even still was still trying to hard to find and I'm glad they played on it but Mjolnir also has Norse God inscriptions on it as well it's like very detailed uh character modeling here uh so I'm I I, I can't wait to see this I am so looking forward to this it's, it's shaping up to be a really good uh game so uh, 2020 is going to be good. I, I think it's going to be good for them right there. God Eater 3 has released a new update, which will provide the following. Uh, a new episode based on Claire, the character Claire, called uh, Traversing the Past. Uh, it also will include an extra mission, um, you know, which was added uh, with new origami known as Ash Ashfruit Origami Barbarous Ira. That's so long. It's so extra. Um, but that's also included. New uh, Two new certifi uh, certification missions has been added as well. There are also some balance adjustments uh, for the game to provide better gameplay for both single player and multiplayer as well. Uh, it is actually, I uh, believe it is available now. So you have that available for that. Bandai Namco has also announced that more updates will be coming soon for the game as well. Uh, a version 2.10 or later will uh, include God Arc Plus, uh, which I believe is just going to be adding on to the already powerful God Arc that you already created. Again, if you don't know about the game, the God Arc is actually like a, a weapon that has a symbiote into it that links to you in a symbiotic way. And it also transforms to a gun. It's a really cool weapon. Um, a special mission called Challenge to the Hound, which is like a high difficulty mission, which I will probably not be playing. Speed adjustment options and uh, on the lock on camera. And character building will become reset capable. This is absolutely awesome. I like this idea. I need this to happen more often, including gender settings. So if you're already playing the game, you could go back and reset the entire character avatar that you already created to something different if you want to change the hair or something like that you could do that so i hope more bandai namco games and more games actually start doing that as well for your experience uh also another later update is coming uh 2.20 or later will include new game plus 
So I that is pretty good. Uh, and a jukebox feature. All that will be coming soon for the Guard Arc 3 uh, game expansions. So and uh, the recent one right now, the uh, which one? 2.10 is available now, I believe. So you could go ahead and check that out right now if you own the game. Hey, which I highly recommend you own a game if you're a uh, Monster Hunter fan or such. We, we reviewed that game a while back. Absolutely loved it. Always The entire God Arc series, I'm a big fan of. So, Bandai Namco has also announced that they are making the sequel to My Hero Academia 1 Justice, entitled My Hero Academia 1 Justice 2. So, um, that will be coming out in 2020. It, more information will be announced at New York Comic Con, which is this week. Uh, 2099 is coming shout out to all the people at repop i wish i could be there i unfortunately i can't they actually invited me to do two panels um i believe with charlotte chung on that one and i unfortunately i couldn't but i will be there next year acmg uh presents talk time live will be there next year at new york comic con absolutely and uh i'm looking very forward to it it'll be the first time i've ever gone to new york comic con and to go there and possibly do something big for my first one how epic are, is that going to be so i'm looking forward to that stay tuned for that and much much more people uh so you know my hero academia is coming out so no information will come out until new york comic con which is great because now it seems that Reed Pop has finally grasped a lot of what San Diego has been doing as far as getting exclusive news, as far as getting new content, and they're now finally getting exclusives for New York Comic Con. That was the one thing that took them away from San Diego Comic Con for years, and now they're starting to get exclusive items and figures and, and stuff and content that you can only get at New York Comic Con. So it's going to be now it's it's just, this is really going to step up the game. I and by next year, I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to that. We're in any type of uh, form of fashion that I will be involved in it. So I'm looking forward to that, man. So this week on the 30th of September, we finally get a chance to check out Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3's first DLC expansion entitled Curse of the Vampire. This expansion actually, which by the way, I believe is a free expansion with the exception of the characters that are involved. This expansion includes new characters joining the game, including Blade, The Punisher, Moon Knight, and Morbius, all available in this game if you brought the season pass. So you have all that there. The If you downloaded and up, uh, updated the uh, game, you now see the character select screen with like quite a few different slots in there, um, of which four of them is the Marvel Knights here. So the game also has a variety of new features, including one of my favorites here because it helps the game progress a lot smoother and faster here. And that is Shield Depot, which is actually just like a store, a, uh, a in-game store that allows you uh, to buy new voice lines and new costumes for Captain America, Thor, Black Panther, and Iron Man, which are really, really cool. Um, I forgot which version. Captain America, if, uh, he has the Winter Soldier outfit that he wore on Winter Soldier, and he has like a, I guess it's like a laser holographic shield. I mean, they went all out for, these, for the skins of this one. Uh, Thor has his ultimate Thor look to him. Uh, Black Panther has his uh, sheet. I believe I'm pronouncing it right, um, armor on air, or Psy armor, or whatever it's called. Um, then Iron Man has the extremity, uh, the extremist uh, armor as well. So that's an addition there, and that's already an addition. The cool part about that is that all you have to do is buy them. 
in the Shield Depot. Unlike the other costumes for, I believe, Spider-Man and Captain Marvel and all this stuff, uh, and Hulk, which you have to go through a very difficult, uh, what is that, infinity, uh, or to do it. Like, you gotta be high level to some extent to be able to play that version. And I just finally got uh, Thanos, so I'm at the level, I got four characters that are already at a, a level 101 so far playing this game so hopefully i'll be able to unlock them soon but the, the shield depot helps with the progression of things and it allows you also to get more items as well you could get more xq i'm sorry xp cubes to help you level up characters faster orbs and e, uh, aep to help you upgrade uh, the lab as well uh or, or what is it the uh not the not just the lab it's the um the enhancements for the team the team enhancements pretty much or the alliance enhancements, I believe is what they call it. You get also rare ISO, ISO uh, 8 crystals and more. The game also comes with a new scenario um, for the game through the game's gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I thought it was in a nightmare level, but I found out that there's no new cutscenes or whatever. It's all of the character unlocks for the game for this expansion is all in the gauntlet level, which... Uh, allows you to play through and unlock the DLC characters and kind of level up as well. It, it's very reminiscent of the classic Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance style of game. And so I like this aspect because it has a storyline. There's nothing really to it, but it has a bit of a little scenario storyline. But you can pick any of your characters to go through these, you know, situations. And there are stipulations within it, such as like for the curse of the uh, vampire uh, scenario. All of the normal characters that you fight off are cursed in some ways, so they have abilities that can kind of handicap you in a sense. You got to find your way out to maneuver over those handicaps. And Nightmare Mode also, which you got to start at level 40 and up, also has those handicaps stipulations as well. So uh, it, it's it's met with a really cool situation. I love this game. I've, I've played this game so many times. I think outside of um, WWE 2K, I might have played this game more than any other game this year, bar none, because it's just, it's, it, I love the, the story is fun. The characters are great. Uh, I can't speak enough about this game. Um, you will also be able to, uh, level up your characters even further. Uh, now it goes all the way up to 150. So if you're already at the hundred level, you could go farther than that. So, because now they have new infinity modes uh and infinity challenges as well which goes higher for you too so they are giving it to you i'm i i like what they've done so far i do wish that we did get some type of new cutscene involving the new characters but it's all right it, it doesn't take away from the experience at all it's really awesome i love it if you have not and if you're a marvel fan and you own a switch or if you're planning to get a switch light during a holiday season or whatever like it one of the must-have games I'm just going to give this away now because I'm probably going to suggest some games during the holiday season for the Switch and other games to get that you haven't gotten yet. Absolutely get Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Just a such a fun game there. So, folks, that will do it for uh, this version of, or this segment of this show. I'm going to take a break, come back, and review Fight and Rage. If you're an old school uh, beat-up brawler fan, 
You're gonna wanna hear this, and you're gonna wanna play this. Find out why right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You wanna catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Titans go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Folks, we are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of the latest indie-developed arcade brawler for all cult classic fans called Fight and Rage. Just came out last week, and I got to tell you, this is a very impressive brawler. Like, I just got finished from checking out uh, Way Forward's River City Girls, which was a phenomenal, phenomenal game. A phenomenal Kunio Khan style RPG brawler. This, and I, my thing here, when I was playing this, and I, when I was going into playing this game, and I was very interested in playing this game, I had to realize one thing about this game. And try not to compare it entirely to River City Girls, because although they are both brawlers, when it comes to Kunio, Kunio Khan games or the River City uh, games, they are a different type of uh, brawler these are rpg brawlers the like that's a signature that's a that's a, like a trademark only like technos or now in this case arc system works you know are now familiar with that you know that goes there so there are only few games that do with those guys have done with it everything else is usually just a standard arcade brawler what fighting rage has done here is that they've it it, it is a in all aspect a beat-em-up brawler that is as old school as old school can possibly be. This game celebrates virtually everything we loved about arcade-style brawlers. And I have to emphasize arcade-style brawlers. So when I do try to compare this to what I just played with River City Girls, I have to take into effect that this is a arcade-style brawler, which means there's a little bit more simple or a little bit more simplistic style effect to it rather than technical features and arcade additions and upgrades and added on things and you know that river city the river city games have always had so you got to take that into consideration for that so in doing so i had to really just you know be mindful of that but 
like I said, the game celebrates everything we love from arcade style. Uh, some of the best beat-em-ups. Like, this, this game pays a lot of homage to that. And that's what I had to take in. This is a game that not only just celebrates a lot, if not all, of the of our favorite, you know, brawler ga uh, games that we've played in, the, in, like, the 80s and 90s. But also just how really stiff games like this can be back in the day and they really they really I, it feels like the the developer name which or the creator which is sebastian garcia and by the way he is the only guy he is the sole creator of this game only one person put this together that's it and you play this game and you're like this is a game that should have been done by a team of people one guy did this just like the friends of Shingo uh, Ishikawa, which was done by Yeo, who we uh, had a chance to talk with a while back on that game. He was the only one that did it. Like, these guys are no freaking joke. So you can imagine, he didn't have a, a team of 100 like way forward. Did. This guy did it by himself. For a guy to do that by himself, you can only imagine what he could have done if he had the power, the power staff amount of people that way forward has can you imagine what they could have done with this game but this is like this game is powerful as it is i mean is it the perfect game well let's find out and talk about it the graphics as i said the, i mean this i mean if you love double dragon streets of rage tmnt or teenage mutant ninja turtles the simpsons and many more you'll see influences and homage paid to a lot of these games on here shinobi i mean all of them just a lot of them on this game the graphics design programming was impressively done by sebastian garcia and the soundtrack was created by uh gonzalo uh varela so like just it's a two-man team one do one does one thing the other one does the other and they brought this together and it's incredible it actually and it just the significance of of this game and, and the design of this game is just incredible the story Pretty, pretty old school, cheesy, 80s, 90s style thing. In a post-apocalyptic world where the mutant outbreak on Earth occurred after the events of what is known as the Big Pulse, which destroyed evolution and technology as we know it. Humans are now enslaved by mutants led by the mutant lion known only as the boss. Humans only hope for freedom. It lies in the hands of three brave warriors, which include two human characters and one mutant rebel, all of them named which is a female character named Gal, a mutant named Bull named Ricardo, and a ninja for some reason named F. Norris. Interesting. He kind of does look like Chuck Norris. I just want to point that out. Why they call him F. Norris? That's an interesting thing. I would love to know about that. Uh, but all of which who are um, use their powers and abilities to and skill to take down the boss and try to free the human slaves that have been taken over in this new dark world so it's a pretty simple storyline you know pretty simple effective um the, the the let's just talk about the character design here the uh the actual sprite design here just absolutely beautiful anime super deformed visual design uh style that is very reminiscent of the cult classic scout pilgrim versus the world which, in a sense, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, if I'm correct, was a mix of arcade and RPG style, like um, River City as well. So, 
but it, the look of it just looks very similar to Scott Pilgrim, and I love it. Uh, this game may carry the essence of the golden age of brawlers, uh, but and, and for those who don't know, because there's a lot of new kids who don't understand that, that term, beat-em-up brawlers, before fighting games ever occurred, it was beat-em-up brawlers, and before Street Fighter, there was Double Dragon. It was one of the first games to ever come out where you are a character who just goes around the neighborhoods and streets beating the living crap out of people to try to save Maria or whatever uh, Danzo in distress or whatever, you know, stopping whatever big threat that's going on in, in the city or the world. Uh, that was the case. And, and from Double Dragon, it spawned into so many other ones. Um, fi uh, Final Fight for Capcom, Streets of Rage, and just a horde of others that Capcom has made, that Technos has made, and all these other people has made. It really kind of started with Double Dragon from that point on. So, and now it's, it's you know, the indie developers and the, and the retro gamers are continuing the legacy or keeping the legacy alive, if you will, in a great way. And this is just one of those other things. You um, Way forward again in Arc System Works, continued it on with the Konyo Khan, you know, legacy. And now the fighting, you know, the this whole thing is still keeping up here so it's just really cool just really cool to see that 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 genre has not died by long shot this game like i said may carry the essence of uh you know the golden age of brawlers but also implements tons of unlockable features that will attempt to keep you playing for hours and i say attempt for a reason because yeah we're about to get to the pros and cons of this whole thing so the unlockables include the ability to play as characters you played in the game or you fought in the game uh fighting rage also allows you to experience various cutscenes, allowing multiple endings depending on which direction you choose to enter or decisions that you make throughout the game as well as the difficulty level that you play so the game also includes other play options such as training mode versus mode uh which is like you can play single computer versus computer or um you could just watch it yourself you know you could enjoy it yourself so it, it be, be, that mode that mode the versus mode i like because it's basically a very simplistic fighting game mode it basically that's basically what it is and i like that so they add a fighting game element to it which is pretty cool uh so let's get to the pros and cons of this game the pros again i mentioned fantastic character design absolutely for that that's that was the lore for me when i saw the trailer for this that was instantly the lore for me whether what what i was getting to i was like okay this visually looks great for me to, i want to check it out to see what was um, to come more each stage depending on the direction that you go to can provide different forms of gameplay including motorcycle and surfing uh, uh shooter stages which is really cool very reminiscent of the shinobi era or you know any game that involved like a motorcycle i believe bad dudes or two crew dudes or whatever i mean there's a lot of those games that had motorcycle and uh you know surfing shooter modes or whatever it's just that it, it just a lot of cliche a ton of cliche things that are happening in this game that you're used to i mean elevator stages uh bosses with shotguns you know at the end of the uh final stage i mean you name it it's just it's all there Everything that you remember about, um, you know, beat em up style brawlers is in this game. So the visual options that allow you to play the game using a variety of filter options, such as CRT monitor for back, you know, for those who are, you know, into the classic style of uh, playing a video game back in the day. TV mode uh, and TV mode as well. You know, f basically, if you CRT monitor, which is like a 
the old school Mercury monitors or whatnot that we used to play in arcades with that was probably way too dangerous to play at the time. Um, you know, they also have clean and smooth options for more modern look. Scan lines, of course, if you're into, like, if you really want that old school look. And you can even play it in grayscale, which is, like, just basically black and white. It's, it's really cool. They just, there's a, a ton of depth that went, to, that went to this game. I will, you can never take that away. Uh, there are tons of things to unlock, of course. New costumes for the regular characters. New characters to play. New modes and options to help your next run a, be a little bit more fun and easy to play. But you got to earn that right to be, to be able to uh, play it easy. Fighting The fighting system and controls are as fluid as it could be for the most part. In-depth story progression is definitely a cool thing that they have in here. So that's one of the, the pros that I liked about this game. The cons, however, this is where the things kind of go. The story, although this does have a story, as I just mentioned, um, the story d- did not draw me in completely. And I... I mean, it is a very 80s dialogue and character develop type of game. So that could be it. But I again, this is the part where I was trying not to compare it to River City Girls. And the reason why I can't and I won't don't want to compare it to because, again, one man created this. And to say to, to say that that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. And then you look at River City Girls, which they had a whole production team. They had. Um, which is a great thing. A, they had a whole production team, voice actors, uh, cutscenes, beautiful cutscenes, and just allowed you to draw in to their world a lot better and actually have a lot more personality. Whereas this one is just like Fighting Rage is funny because Fighting Rage, Fighting Rage was exactly the game that I thought I was getting going to get out of River City Girls, and then I played River City Girls and found out. Wow, they really outdid themselves and did all this. And that took a lot of people to do. One man did this, and it this game is outstanding in this note. But with that said, I didn't get into the story immediately in getting drawn into the characters immediately. So hopefully down the line, if they do another one, that they'll be able to do a little bit more with it. And probably he can hire some more people to try to, you know, give it a little bit more in depth to the to the you know storyline and depth to the because it was okay it was okay at best but it was like uh and i could be spoiled by what i've already just played previously too that could be a thing too but i mean as going into it but if i didn't know about the story of the game you know if i didn't go online to learn about the story of the game and i wish they would have added that aspect to the game to talk about what is going on in the game because you just go right into the game and the game just plays and you're supposed to know what's going on and that's not the case i had to go online i had to go in there um to their steam page or whatever like that to understand what the story was and what was going on because i was kind of lost in a sense of what was going on there so that's one thing uh the unlocking system can be a bit tedious it can be a bit tedious to do um the stipulations some require you to beat the game on the harder mode um to unlock yet like the problem with that is that you have to be really skilled in the game and understand the control schemes uh, uh, in, in order to possibly do it. And I'm telling you now, I'm playing, I'm playing th- uh, through the normal mode. It is not easy. You, I could get to a certain part, and I can't. You know, it's not. It, it's, it's. How can I say that? This game, if you want an easy 
if you want a game that provides you like easy options now they do have an easy mode that you can unlock in here which is fine but unfortunately it also means that you can't unlock everything because you they're forcing you to go into the harder mode in order to play the game because they want you to play the game that bad and they want you to be one of those skillful you know brawlers so in and that with that sense it's not te- it's not truly tr- like catered to everybody it's only catered to those people who are like you know score makers and i say score makers as in people who really want to execute the game perfectly so it's not for casual fans it's more for hardcore i should at least say that that's pretty much what i'm what i'm getting at this is more geared for the hardcore you know fan of this genre rather than the the uh casual fan which i think that's kind of where this game fails because even though it's an easy mode and you want to enjoy the all that the game has to offer but you might not want to go through all that and we live in a different ideology of the game of 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 the game fan in this generation because a lot of people don't play games anymore like in the 80s people played games to not only try to beat games but to get the highest score and they would work their ass off to get the highest score now in this day and age games are used for leisure and comfort for for calming it's like reading a book for most people in this day and age so there are games that are so fun to play and it just takes your mind off of everything that you are going through in your life like you have a crappy day at work you go play that game and you enjoy that game you have fun that game and you dominate that game and it makes you feel a lot better you play a game like this and guaranteed if you've been through a hell of a day and a crappy day and a shitty day this game will piss you off even more and god knows what's gonna happen the next day (laughs) if you play a game like this so you know or chances are that people are gonna turn off this game and just move on to the next game or buy a new game and not even focus on this game i think like i said much like this is the part where i will compare it to river city girls is that at least river city girls because of their rpg elements allow you to become a little bit more powerful i will even i'll even go as far as saying marvel ultimate alliance three you know you get into the game more you start and of course both of them is because they have rpg elements in there that allows you to be stronger and allow you to enjoy the game and go through the game a little bit more easier than you did before and enjoy it everything about it so they want you to enjoy everything that the games have to offer whereas you know this game garcia wanted you to really he's trying to challenge you which is fine but you're catering to a like a niche percentage of your audience by doing that so it's like you can play through the easy mode and enjoy that but you won't be able to see what else is available and you won't be able to unlock everything i wish that in that case i wish they would have had a different system towards doing that because the other problem too with this game is earning money and earning money in this game to unlock items is very slow paced uh, in this game meaning that you will have to play through the game from the beginning in order to gain more money in game currency to unlock it if you continue to play the game through uh, you continue to play through the game or the run of the game without starting over every time you lose in that stage you will not earn nearly as much money as you would completing that stage and then when you complete the stage it's not that much money so you're just grinding it, it there's a, 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 a grinding in a game cannot can be bad but it could also be good it's just how you do it in this case i think the grinding aspect of this game 
is tedious. And if you got, if I got to use the word like tedious, that's not good. That is absolutely not good. It, it tedious. Anything that's tedious is it becomes boring. It becomes annoying, um, and eventually you want to turn away from it. I think there's an aspect, and then much, and I've read like forum discussions of the uh, of the cre- of the creator, and I know he wants people to do it, but you can't. I mean, this we got too many options. We got way too many options. I say give us the option to be able to play and unlock everything through its own difficulty level and allow people to want to play a difficulty level, not forcing them to play a difficulty level as an, with an incentive of unlocking certain things. I just, it's just, it, we, this is a day and age, like, this, if this was the 80s and we didn't have much content like we do now, you would be able to get away with that. Now, not necessarily. So that that's just one of the things that, you know I felt that it's going to turn away some people. It is absolutely going to turn away some people who actually want to enjoy this game, who loves the look of the game, who loves the feel of the game, but it gets irritated after a while. You know, we 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 got a lot of emotional focus people in this world. So there's that. The training mode also is something that uh, I had to put in the con side. Uh, the training mode is good, but it would benefit more if players. It would benefit definitely benefit players more if. It had a tutorial feature in it that would show you how exactly the moves are done before attempting the moves. So it tells you what you need to do. Like it'll tell you like, by the way, it is a very simplistic control scheme style, which is like only one button for attack. There's another button for jump. But if you tap the jump button twice, it becomes an attack button. So you have that. And from there, you have uh, a button that does a supercharge, and it's one of those, again, it's one of those uh, cliche type of situations in a, in a brawler where you have a meter that you could use it and a meter replenishes up, and you gotta wait till it to replenish. Or if you choose to do it now, uh, do it before it replenish, you could do so. However, it will diminish your, uh, your uh, hit points from there. So you gotta be careful how you use it. Sometimes, you kind of get plagued into using it and you got to be you, you got to be patient <laughs> to try to use it that's usually the technique of that so but i for the training mode training mode will be so better if he added if they added like a mode like like if, if you played any fighting game and you played a training mode I'll give you a great example there's a ton of them i believe mortal kombat has this i believe virtual fighter 5 especially has this it's like when you want to learn tekken as well when you want to learn how to pull off a move not only do they show you how to pull off a move by just hitting a button and then all of a sudden you see a a tutorial presentation a uh, i forgot what they call it a demo of how it's done but it also show you the timing of the animation of how the actual uh control scheme is done because not everything in this game is fluid there's some secret attacks that you could do in here but you have to know how to time it right and i remember there was one that i was stuck on that i had to button mash in order to get through so it would have been a much better help if they had some type of demo mode that will allow you to watch in watch the computer demonstrate the actual move itself so that's the only thing other than that overall this game is very this is a very commendable effort for that of only one person the game is a lot of fun regardless although i do recommend people to take their time with uh, with it as uh the more you play it 
I believe it does get a little bit easier as it goes along, but there are some parts that you will be stumped by. And it, it's just, yeah, you sometimes got to go away from the game and maybe come back. And then some people might not. That's just what it is. While it doesn't have the narrative and production power of brawlers like uh, River City Girls, the game definitely has a lot to offer. And do and in due time, can evolve much uh, like the legendary Konyo Khan series have. I do wish that they add uh, RPG element to it, though, because I think they would help it a lot better. But otherwise, I can't... Uh, I can't help but to enjoy this game for what it is and and commend you know just commend uh, him for even doing it man it, it's just absolutely awesome um sebastian garcia did a tremendous job uh gonzalo uh did a great job with the soundtrack just a if this is the first attempt of his game kudos to him so I can't help but to give him a grade of a B, a solid B for this one there could have been things that could have been better for the experience but it wasn't unfortunately but who knows if it if it gets a, a DLC upgrade, an update, or whatnot? Maybe we'll see it then. Uh, but for now, I love what they did with this. Um, it's I still recommend it to those who are definitely hardcore brawler fans who like to get the highest score or you want to get the best technique. This is for the hardcore, definitely for the hardcore. So it is available right now on Nintendo Switch and Steam. So go out of your way to check it out. I believe I this nineteen ninety nine, which again. When I re- look again, when I said I played River City Girls and I figured out like, why is this one twenty nine ninety nine as opposed to like nineteen ninety nine for a brawler game like this? I figured out why. So that both of these games are appropriately priced here. But go out of your way to check this out. It's actually a pretty fun game, uh, and check it out there, ladies and gentlemen. That will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed this and many many of our other episodes that we have. Go out of your way to check out the interview with desmond wong of the gentle brothers once again thank him for waking up 10 o'clock in the morning at singapore to talk with me about cat quest 2 which will be coming out october 24th it's coming out highly recommended if you played it before you got a lot of things in store for this one as well so look out for that next week as i mentioned i will be reviewing azor gun vault uh luminous avengers uh z and uh from nt creates and um i'm gonna check it out i should be able to have it fully played there and again it's one of those games that like there's a learning curve for that too you know there's there's a bit of a learning curve for that one as well so we'll talk about that more next week this sunday on talk to live the prime show i can't believe i'm going to say this but we're going to be talking breaking bad we're definitely going to talk about breaking bad el camino a breaking bad movie is coming is coming and i am so astounded for this this movie so this is going to allow me to be able to talk about the five best breaking bad episodes that i love in celebration of the upcoming movie is coming as well and there is a chance next week um actually no not next week it is this weekend this weekend we get the joker the joker is finally coming out there's a lot of controversy about this uh, movie but there's also a ton of praise about this movie um i will be checking that out this week uh whether it be an early version or not or whatever i will be checking out this movie um in bravery and not in fear i know there's a lot going on um based upon the situation the, the unf- unfortunate shootings from um back then back in angora with the uh with the dark knight uh movie it's it's a shame but let us not live in fear let us watch it for what it is and it is a movie 
We are America. We are a we should be a strong-minded country. We will be a strong-minded country and we will look at this as a community. Let's all look at this community. Let's not make this an excuse to do anything crazy and stupid, but we're going to talk about that movie. We're going to talk about it all uh, this Sunday. So I will be going out of my way to check that out and, um, you know, and, and just see how it was. I heard great things about it. It's a major reviews about it. Let's do it. Let's all enjoy it safely and just to, you know, just be safe out there when you watch it. So we're going to check it out. Give my review on it this week. Breaking Bad as well. And any other news that is going on in the world of our favorite fandoms as well. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and of course, TalkTimeLive.com, where you can check out this episode and many other episodes in our selection in our website as well as go to the exclusive page to check out Desmond Wong and the Gentle Brothers interview I had about Cat Quest and all of the other interviews I had throughout this tenure of our entire run. So you can check that out there. Folks, that will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.